Relying on someone who doesn't know you or your situation to give you specific financial advice is just plain dumb. That's why everything said on this show is just helpful information. If you want specifics, give us a call. All opinions expressed here are ours. GenWealth Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIPC. With the 4th of July right around the corner, we are focusing this week on independence. More specifically, financial independence. What does that mean to you? And how are you going to achieve it? Our thoughts and insights into practical strategies you can put into place. That is straight ahead. This is the Get Ready for the Future Show. And welcome into another edition of the Get Ready for the Future Show all across the state of Arkansas. We are glad to have you with us on, it is hard to say it out loud, the final weekend of June in 2019. We are halfway through this year and the gang's all together again for the yeah. first time in quite a while yeah. we've, we've been we've been traversing the uh, united states here in, yes. the, in the month of june and we have uh, we have rendezvoused back at the oval table for another edition today as we walk into fourth of july weekend uh, and i guess uh, technically next weekend is probably fourth of july weekend since the holidays closer to next Saturday than this Saturday, but we're getting ahead of the curve. We're talking about financial independence today. My name is Scott Inman, Candace Stanley to my left. Good morning to you. Good morning. John Shrewsbury to my right. And Always, sir. Janet Walker to his right. Good morning. Welcome into another edition of the Get Ready for the Future show. Well, when you talk about financial independence, I want to give you listeners a chance to think about what does that mean to you? Because I don't know that it's necessarily a clear-cut definition, but as I was thinking about independence, it obviously gets associated with freedom a lot. And, and as we mentioned, we've been on vacation here lately, Janet, to, to the early part of June. And then I just got back from vacation. I made a trip with my son out west. And you talk about feeling free out there in the yeah. great wide open west. We went to four national parks over 10 days. We visited uh, Yellowstone, Grand Teton, Arches, and Canyonlands. And, you know... When you think about the way you do that trip, you could do that trip many different ways. And we saw a lot of tour buses all around Yellowstone. People yeah. people pulling up in a tour bus, many of them from another country, you could tell. And they were getting out, looking at something, and getting back on and going to the next stop. And I remember telling my son, I said, man, I'm so glad we didn't do it this way. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I did not want to be in a position where I was told what to see, when to see it, yes, <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and then have to get back on, load up, and go to the next time. It was a schedule that I didn't want to keep. And the, when you talk about freedom, when you talk about independence, that made that trip so much more special for us because we were on, we were in control of our own schedule, our own right. destiny, if you will. I don't know if that's a peculiar trait to Americans, but I think Americans are uniquely desirous of their of their independence. I remember uh, just the other day, Janet, we were talking about. The this. Uh, there were some folks coming into the office to help us with some of our company benefits. Yes. And the the email that went out says, you must sign this form whether you want something or not. And I'm like, I don't have to sign anything. <laughs> well, that's defiance. Yeah. That's what that is. <laughs> well, but that's in there too. The, the freedom but, to be defiant. But it was, it was impending, impinging on my freedom. And yeah. it, was, it was like, uh, okay, if you'd like for me to sign it, I'll be glad to, but I don't have to sign anything. I, mm-hmm. I actually thought you were going to go another direction, another business conversation conversation we've had lately there there are several things that we want to do over the next few years as our company is growing and and in putting together the plan for one of those elements the company that we're talking with said okay so we can do this two different ways let me tell you what your choices are and one is we can outline everything and give it to you and that's your plan and the other one is more consultative and you'll be involved in the process Mm -hmm. well which one did we choose you know i mean we we're going to have some input because it's our stuff that you know that we're working on so that independence is very important but when you come back to this financial independence concept that is a concept that uh, from the first day that I set foot in the financial services business it was drilled into my head that uh, you want to help your clients become debt-free and financially independent and you want to be debt-free and financially independent and that is uh, kind of the theme that we have built gen wealth around because when you think about retirement you think about being independent of the need to have a job, independent of a boss, independent of a paycheck, independent of all of those things that give you the freedom to go and 
not have to get on the tour bus and, and <laughs> stop where they tell you to, but actually to go and have that kind of freedom that you and Garrett had on that trip. Well, and I think, John, that's that that hits on it for me. It's the it's the paycheck part of that. It's not being dependent, as, as we talk about independence, not being dependent on a paycheck. And that's really what your, your goal is as you work towards retirement. Whenever that retirement date ends up happening, and, and that's really part of the, what we're going to talk about today is planning for that. When is your retirement date? And when that date arrives, you're no longer dependent on a paycheck. That may not mean you don't work anymore. Right. I mean, it's just because you work because you want to. You right. may do something you want to do. You don't have to do it. I, I just thought of this, and, and it's really interesting. You know, our, our industry loves to you know, have these commercials with people walking blissfully on the beach and and yeah. playing yeah. endless rounds of golf and going to these exotic places. And that's how they define retirement. But when you get right down to it, this topic that we're talking about, that uh, I guess just that internal yearning to be free to do what you want when you want is the the heart of what retirement is all about. What we've said for years now is that your money has to buy two things and only two things in retirement. It is your dignity and your independence. Now, if you want to use some of that to pay for you to independently go to the beach, great. You know what? That you can do that. But it is all about your dignity and your independence. And frankly, you're not going to spend 52 weeks a year playing golf or being on the beach. No, I, I have a client that actually lives in Hot Springs Village, the, the world's most congested place to play golf. You know, uh, not, not necessarily in terms of volume, but there's many golf courses over there. There's right. a lot of golf courses over there. And he said to me, you know, John, and I found out in retirement, there's only so many rounds that you can play. Mm-hmm. And there's so much of this that you can take then you got to do something else mm-hmm. and so it was it was very clear uh, from that conversation that retirement has got to be more than this blissful you know uh, media driven picture that you have but to have that that kind of just satisfying feeling and understanding that when you wake up every day it's like it's Saturday yeah it, it's like mm-hmm. you don't have anything to do chart your course you can do whatever you want to but there are some mechanics to that that get you there that you don't just get there by by you know wishing it to be true some of the mechanics we'll go into in today's show yeah i think a lot of people as they hear you say that john a lot of people are excited to think about when that happens when every day is Saturday. And then some people are terrified of it. We've yes. seen that too. Oh, yes. yeah. 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 You know, you're, you're very much defined, uh, at least guys are uh, more so maybe than women, uh, very much defined about your work. And, and that really is who you are. And so when there is no more work, then who are you? Yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. a, that's a vexing question, even for those of us who are in the financial services <laughs> business, looking at it and going, all right, what, what's on the other side of this? I, you know, I remember that conversation occurring between a husband and wife uh, years ago, their, their clients, but when he was preparing to retire and he had a, a, a very uh, well-known job and, you know, was called by that title and everything. And she looked at him and said, I want you to think about this when you retire and people ask you what you do, the answer is, I'm retired. They don't even ask from what. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm retired. And so you're going to completely lose that aspect of your identity. What's your new one going to be? And I, and I think that's important in continuing to feel independent. You've got to know who you are. So, so much of this is mental, so much of this is attitude, but it's also practical in terms of what's going to drive your investments. How are your investments going to be put into a strategy to provide yourself with income over the rest of your life? So we're going to be talking about both sides of that. Understanding your motivation, that's one of the things as we get ready for a commercial break, we're going to be talking about on the other side of the break. What is your motivation? What are you retiring to, as we say, rather than retiring from and achieving balance. How do you do that? But it all comes back to income, and we'll talk about that as well. Financial independence on the road. Where are you on the road to that, and what do you need to do to make sure you reach your destination? That's today's topic on the Get Ready for the Future show. Back in a moment. There's more straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money right after the break. Stick around. I'd be rich.
Life can be so busy, it's hard to even picture retirement. That's why you need somebody you can trust who will paint that picture and help turn dreams into reality. Plan, personalize, and protect your future with the team at GenWealth. Call 877-341-7355 to schedule an appointment. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. Investments and economics move at the speed of light. And we've got the latest information you need to know to stay ahead of the game. From GenWealth Financial Advisors, it's the fastest four minutes in investing. We are almost halfway through trading in 2019. So the back half of 2019 is coming. And John, it's been a, a flurry to start the year, obviously coming back from the major correction at the end of 2018. Great start to the year. It's been a little flat, kind of up and down recently. Yep. And it kind of has investors thinking, well, what's in store for the last half of the year? We talked about five things in today's Fastest Four that we might want to draw our attention to. Absolutely. When you think about what's going on globally, is there going to be a global recession? Well, oftentimes a global recession, you can see it coming sort of like a tsunami that other markets across the globe begin to uh, have uh, run out of steam and actually go down. We're not seeing that right Right now, if you take a look at places like Australia and, and Argentina, Brazil, Greece, Russia, they are all actually hitting new highs. And they're sort of on a run, Scott. So you wouldn't think that the global recession is necessarily any trigger out there based on what you're seeing across the, the pond, so to speak, in those global markets. They're on a run. Now, the second thing, too, and we've talked about this on the Fastest Four before, is market breadth. I think we should explain what that is. It's the advanced decline line is what yeah. we're talking How about. Many stocks are participating in the run-up of a market. You know, you could have 30 stocks on the Dow do well and all the other stocks right. do badly, and it's a very narrow deal. Right now, if the market is up, the market is up, and a lot of stocks are participating in that. And so wide market breadth is something that you look at and you go, okay, that's not recessionary. That's actually a pretty good thing. And I think it's uh, debatable how much to how much stock to put into this next bullet point, but investors are still skeptical. In fact, uh, bears, people who think the market is going to go down, have outnumbered the bulls, people who think the market uh, is going to go up in the American Association of an individual, an individual Investors Investor Sentiment Survey for five consecutive weeks. That's the first time that's happened in more than three years. Yeah, a lot of bears out there, but that's okay. Because when you look at a recession, one of the triggers of a recession is overconfidence. And overconfidence in the stock market right. shows up with people thinking that there's going to be no end to this and that there's bulls everywhere. If you actually are thinking about this like Warren Buffett thinks about it, he wants to buy when everybody yeah. else is selling and he wants to sell when everybody else is buying. So you look at these bears and you go, okay, this might be a positive as far as this whole recession fear thing is concerned. Contrarian thoughts, not a bad place to be. Uh, bullet point four, we continue to hear about the yield curve. We've talked about this before, too, and there is some inversion to it, but not through the whole yield curve. Yeah, and I, yeah, I'm i beginning to wane in my my confidence about the yield curve pointing you in any real direction because there's so many variables to it. Yeah. Yes, interest rates are low. Yes, interest rates are gyrating around, and that causes some uncertainty in the bond market. But in the stocks, as far as stocks are concerned, we don't really see this as being indicative of a recession because that long end of the yield curve has not inverted, even though the short end has had an inversion. All right. So we saved the big one for last, I guess. It's what people talk about re recently anyway, the most is what is the Fed going to do next? You know, they kind of had the market kind of had a fit at the end of the 2018 cycle because they thought rates were going up too much, too fast. They've kept them steady, but could there be a cut? There, there could be a cut. There, the Fed indicated at their last meeting that they're on watch and are ready to cut rates if they see the economy beginning to slow down. And this is not unprecedented. They've actually cut rates on, uh, when the S&P 500 was hitting new highs. That happened in the mid-80s. It happened in July of 1995 and January of 1996. So again, not necessarily an indicator that the bull has run its course. That's it for the fastest four minutes in investing. Thanks for watching on social media and listening on the Get Ready for the Future show. Back in a moment. Your retirement should be more. More what? More than just investments. More about you. Find out more when the Get Ready for the Future show returns.
Want more straight talk about retirement, investments, and your money? Listen to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Now back to the Get Ready for the Future show. This last weekend of June, talking about financial independence with the 4th of July just around the corner and how you plan to achieve it, what it means to you. We're also going to talk a little bit later in the broadcast about where will your retirement income come from, because that's what we're talking about when we talk about financial independence, replacing your paycheck at some point in time. And a majority of Arkansans' retirement income, it's going to come from Social Security. And we've got a great opportunity for you to learn anything you want to learn about Social Security. We have three opportunities coming up with three Gen Wealth Academy workshops all in the month of July. So as we turn the page on the calendar, I want you to take a look at these dates for you. July 16th at 6.30 will be at Mike's Place in Conway. July 25th at 6.30 will be at the Crown Plaza in Little Rock. And July 30th at 6.30 will be in El Dorado at the El Dorado Event Center. Those are three Social Security Gen Wealth Academy workshops featuring a member of our team, Stephanie Smith, who spent 27 years with the Social Security Administration. And really, we talk about these workshops as presentations, but they become Q&A sessions with Stephanie. She is a wealth of knowledge. And as John has pointed out on this program before, she has actually, in some cases, been able to hear someone's situation and identify a problem with her, their Social Security situation and make a phone call to the SSA. Let me just say that that having Stephanie on our team is a game changer for our clients. Yes. When she is in an appointment with us, she is amazing at her wealth of knowledge about Social Security and the practical application of that knowledge to their situation. It's it's just really, I don't know how you go into retirement and not figure out this whole social security thing complex as it is and and you know you can learn and learn and learn and still not understand everything that there is to know about social security but somebody that's worked in the system for 27 years has a great advantage i mean we have we have seen her you know after talking with people make a difference of a few hundred dollars a month um you know for how much they're going to get in social security just because of her level of understanding of the system and obviously it's not going to happen for everybody but you've got to know that you've got the right answer. So if you would like to learn more about Social Security and how to apply it in your retirement income plan, plan to join us. Uh, we are already, by the way, fully booked yep. in yep. Conway. So we, we are going to be there. Just as a reminder for those who have registered, July 16th in Conway at Mike's Place. But then you still have an opportunity to register at Crown Plaza in Little Rock on July 25th and El Dorado Events Center on July 30th. Free to attend. Uh, all you need to do to register is go to getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash events and you can sign up there. And don't feel like you've missed out. If you're just hearing about this in Conway for whatever reason and it's already full, then it's just a short little drive down to Little Rock to the Crown Plaza. You can get in and off the interstate, on and off the interstate, I guess I should say, uh, fairly quickly. Be there for uh, a meal that evening uh, and a great presentation by Stephanie. And then uh, you're back home in about 30 minutes. I'm going to put our marketing team on the hook here. You can also give us a call and get on a waiting list. I'm sure we'll be able to yeah. put a few names yeah, down because do that, that does occasionally, yeah. occasionally happen uh, is someone can't go. So we are full in Conway, but if you really want to try to make that Conway, you can put your name on the list in Conway and then sign up for Little Rock and see which one uh, opens up. But the social security workshops that are open and available still to register July 25th at 6.30 at the Crown Plaza in Little Rock and July 30th at 6.30 at the El Dorado Event Center in El Dorado. And again, free to attend, dinner provided, 6.30 the start time. Just register by going to getreadyforthefuture.com forward slash events. Well, as we talk about financial independence today, we're going to talk a little bit about understanding your motivation. You have to understand your purpose or your why, as we like to say. You have to retire to something not from something. And that is the ultimate goal. And then the strategy and the plan is built around achieving that goal. I mentioned in the first segment, guys, about getting back from the four national park tour that uh, my son Garrett and I went on just a couple of weeks ago. As a part of that, we identified some things that he likes more than others. 
He really enjoyed the Yellowstone Teton leg of that tour because he likes wildlife and he wanted to see some bears, some wolves. I don't know why he wanted to see bears, but wolves <laughs> and, and uh, what else did we see? Pronghorn and lots of bison. They're everywhere. They're on the yeah. road and everywhere. So he, he was really wound up and enjoying that part uh, of the vacation. Then when we got down into the desert, into the high desert in southern Utah or eastern Utah and went to the arches national park there wasn't as much wildlife hanging out in the high desert (laughs) and it was more about hiking and that's what i like i really enjoy hiking and going to see something and we went on a 4.2 mile round trip hike that was at least as challenging uh, from an elevation standpoint as Pinnacle Mountain mm-hmm. is probably more so. Uh, and when we got done with that, he told me, I said, how did you like that? He said, well, I'm not much of a hiker. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it may have been that specific hike, but it goes back to the fact that he likes the wildlife more, right. than, more than seeing rocks. But I've started thinking about, well, why do I like this so much? And I think my reason for really hiking is there is something out there I want to see, and there is only one way to get to it. You, you can't shortcut. You can't make it easier. You've got to work for it. And there are only a certain amount of people that are going to be able to make that trail and make that trek to that object or to that scene you want to see and get pictures of. And we I wanted a picture in front of it. It was a double O arch is what it was. Arches is full of arches and these were two, one on top of one another. And you had to do that. You had to put in the work and you had to take the right path to be able to reach your destination. Now, it's partly about exercise too, but for me, that's my reason for hiking. And I think that applies when it comes to uh, a retirement plan. Yeah, I mean, you think about what your your goal is. And just like you said, you've, you've got to put in the work. And in order to get to that right destination, you've got to follow the path to do it. I'm just sitting here thinking that's why God invented helicopters. <laughs> but you know what? the same vantage <laughs> point, though. Just like, just like in, in a lot of those places he's talking about, you could not Mm-mm. helicopter in. Mm-mm. You can't helicopter into retirement. That's right. There is no mm-hmm. shortcut. Yeah. You have to do the work and follow the path. And it is just like you're hike it is slow and steady one step at a time you're not going to wake up and be three miles down the road just because let's talk about the the motivation let's talk about why you want to get there wherever there is you know a lot of people are very focused on retirement and retirement is that traditional retirement age of 65 and obviously you want to get there because you're tired and you don't want to work anymore and you want some freedom and you want time to enjoy your spouse and your life and all of that and that's the traditional picture of retirement But these days, there's a lot of people that are really uh, trying to get to financial independence before retirement. Uh, And that they they have given birth to something called the FIRE movement. Uh, It's called Financial Independence Retire Early. And I think it's a great thing if you've got the money to do it. That's a big if. But that is a huge if. And so we're not going to pour cold water on the idea. But just like we always do at Gen Wealth and the Get Ready for the Future show, we're going to give you straight talk. We're going to tell you what it's going to take to make that happen. The biggest challenge, Candace, I think that you've got in that is that you got to make your money last a lot longer than we have to make money last in terms of a traditional retirement if you're going to retire in your 30s or 40s or something like that. Right. A lot of our financial plans include Social Security. And so that helps take a lot of strain off the assets when one retires you know, in their 60s. But if we're talking about retiring in our 30s, that's a lot. I mean, you're going to have to make those assets stretch a really long time without a lot of um, relief, if you will, by Social Security. And and you've really got to think about inflation. I mean, frankly, if, if you're 30 years old, no offense to you, but you don't fully understand inflation yet. Um, because you have not lived on your own cash flow long enough to have seen this significant change over the decades, plural. Um, there will come a time when you wake up and go, do you guys remember when gas was, you know, in whatever your figure is? I mean, I, I remember when gas, uh, was, frankly, I remember when it was below 50 cents, but I wasn't paying for it. But I remember when it was below a dollar and I was paying for it. And when it went above a dollar, I about had a coronary. (laughs) And and now, you know, look at where we are. You've got to think about you're going to need significantly more money when you're 40 than when you're 30. If you're retired, what are you going to do about it? Well, and think about this. If you are going to have this elongated time when you're going to live off of your assets, 
it really does force you into actually uh, living off the interest, if you right. will, because you can't consume your principal slow enough over a long period of time like that for it to last. And so when you think about living off the interest, either A, you've got to be uh, you've got to have a massive amount of money to be able to do that in this low interest rate environment, or B, you've got to take some risk and stretch out there and get some higher yielding things that might not necessarily uh, always pay that high yield, or they might not even be around because the more risk you, uh, I'm sorry, the more yield you stretch for, the more risk you take. Well, and the other thing too, is when you hear Janet say, if you're in your thirties, you have no real concept of inflation and how it works. If you're in your thirties, you also have no real concept of a market downturn. That's right. We've yeah. been on a 10-year bull market, and that's fueling a lot of this, too, is, hey, I've been putting some money away for 10 years, and it's just blowing up over there on my yeah. in my account, and I'm going to have a lot of money. But what if a downturn happens right when you retire, regardless of what age you are? Well, I, I lived through the, the, uh, the bull markets of the 80s and the 90s, and there was always this uh, thought process that we had to frankly fight with yeah. people that we're always going to get 10 and 15 and 20% returns. It's always going to be that way. It's called recency bias. It doesn't always work that way. Do you way. remember the 1999 retire and day trade? Cause you can make money yeah. like that. Yeah. You know? Which is coming. I think it's coming back. Well, I've actually what, heard some people talking and, about it. And I mean, yep. I think yes. about this on this whole fire yeah. movement, you know, they're not going to go home and twiddle their thumbs. What are they doing? And, yeah. and if that's your game plan, you know what? History has already shown us what happens on that one. Mm -hmm. Well, you think about the stories that you guys have, and I don't know if we have enough time to tell it before we have uh, to take a commercial break, but you guys have had some clients in the office that have walked into that bear market right as they retire. So we'll, we'll set this up and we'll finish the story out when we come back from the break. But I want to I talk about when we come back, somebody who retired at age 50, which frankly, based on the fire movement, is late. Okay, it's, it's early retirement for, for what we normally talk about, but late in this context. And then ultimately had to go back to work. But I think that the details will blow your mind. Mm -hmm. And so we need to talk about that when we come back so you can understand what's the risk to retiring early. Yeah. And, and if you think about this whole retiring early, if you do consume your assets early in this fire retirement, so to speak, then what happens when you don't have the option to go back to work? Yeah. That's a real problem. We're dousing the fire just just a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Not fanning the flames. But there is obviously uh, a, a strategy that you can adhere to when you do retire. You just have to really understand where you are and when you can do it. But that story, the details on that story that John and Janet had in a client meeting when we come back on the Get Ready for the Future show. We've got live events happening near you. Go to GetReadyForTheFuture.com slash events for a calendar and sign up now. We're back right after these messages. Do you have a burning question? Email info at getreadyforthefuture.com with your name, location, and question to get a response on the air from the GenWealth team. Now, back to the Get Ready for the Future show. At GenWealth, we've got offices all across Central Arkansas and South Arkansas. We have an office in West Little Rock, uh, Bryant, Hot Springs, and also in El Dorado and in Northwest Louisiana. If you'd like to set up an appointment uh, with a GenWealth Financial Advisor, you can reach out in one of two ways. You can pick up the phone and call us at 501-653-7355, or you can email us info at getreadyforthefuture.com. Now, let me tell you a little bit about the process. That first appointment is always free. It's a couple of hours of just a consultation. We'll ask you to bring some documents, bring your thoughts about retirement, bring your thoughts about your money, your investments, and just have a conversation with us and see what we could do to help you along this trek to financial independence. And if at that point, at the end of that appointment, you feel like there's more you'd like to do, we'll talk about the next step. But that first appointment is actually absolutely free. So if you'd like to set one up, we can you can do that by calling 501 653 7355 or info at com. With 4th of July right around the corner, we're talking financial independence and the road to financial independence and how difficult it is and how sacrificial you must be to reach it. And we were talking in the last segment about this FIRE movement, the acronym FIRE, 
standing for financial independence, retire early. A lot of people are thinking, well, with this with this bull market shooting up account balances and I'm really living frugally, then I'm going to be able to retire really early. Now, what that means, it could vary, I guess. But John and Janet have a cautionary tale that they set up before the break, Janet, about what you have to really be prepared for when you are thinking about retiring early. So back in 2007, we had a lady who came in uh, seeking help for her retirement. At the time, she was 57 years old, but she had already retired. She retired at age 50 back in the year 2000, at the beginning of the year 2000. And when she retired, she had $1.3 million. I think most of us would agree that people in Arkansas, if you retire with over a million dollars, you're probably going to be fine. You know, it's all relative to how much your expenses are, but in most cases, people would consider that that is more than sufficient to retire on. But I want you to catch the timing of when she retired. It was at the beginning of 2000. Many people remember what happened in 2008, but what they don't realize is that 2000, 2001, and 2002 were the three worst years our country has seen since the Great Depression. She retired at the beginning of that without knowledge of the type of market that she was stepping into. She did not have enough guaranteed income to to cover her required expenses. The thought was she could live off the interest, basically, you know, just take a withdrawal rate from the $1.3 million and she would be fine. Well, you go through three horrific years, the account balance is down. Fast forward to 2007, when she came in to see us, she did not have $1.3 million. She had $300,000. And oh, by the way, there are more details that are very important. She had, because of retiring early and utilizing IRA money, she had to commit to a particular withdrawal rate. This is an IRS regulation. She had committed to that withdrawal rate and had to stick to that until age 60. She had one opportunity to make, to do a redo. We looked at the possible redos. They were not going to put her in a better situation. So with $300,000, she was committed to withdraw over $80,000 a year. Well, do the math and it doesn't take very long to be down to nothing really a couple of observations about this one is that you know looking backward from where she was at the point of retirement uh, the markets have been on just on fire they've been like booming and so the assumption was that okay, it would continue that it's, well, this will continue it's that recency bias that we spoke of earlier and it just wasn't to be it, it, the markets change and so whatever you see going on in the past right now you know, over the last 10 years we've had this incredible market that's up you know some huge percentage point I don't know right off the top of my head yeah. how far we are up but we we are up a bunch. We were at 6,000. The Dow's over 26,000 now. Yeah. So it's been a, a tremendous run. But this too shall pass. This whole story gives life to the phrase, it works until it doesn't. Right. And and you do not want to be in that position because she was looking at, at 57 having yeah. to get back in the workforce. That's exactly what I was about to say. I, I will never forget that appointment. I was, I was physically ill with the knowledge of what I was going to have to tell her. You know, had she come in here at age 50 and we had put together a plan at that time to provide consistent income for her, it would have been a different conversation, but she was relying on the market and relying on her advisor to, you know, play the market basically for her and it did not work out. And so also keep in mind, by the way, we were having this conversation in 2007 and what came next Mm. was 2008 and we never met again. We met that, that time to say, here's where you are. And we really couldn't do anything for her. And, and I hope things turned out, you know, fine for her, but I don't want anybody else to be in that situation where you've been retired for seven years, regardless of your age, and then have to go back to work. So we t- we've talked about fire, this financial independence, mm-hmm. retire early, and it can work if you do it right, but re- we really have significant concerns and we think you need to know how to combat fire, Scott. Yeah, let's use ICE. How about ICE as your acronym leading you towards financial independence? And that stands for Income Consistently 
every day. That is what you have to achieve in your retirement. It is. And and when you look at the three big risks of retirement, longevity is one of them. And you are amplifying the longevity stress on your portfolio. If you say, I want to retire at 50 or 40 or whatever, it just, that longevity stress just goes out the roof. And so the, the, the thing that you've got to use to combat longevity, stocks won't do it. Bonds won't do it. CDs won't do it. The only thing that is actually designed to combat longevity risk is an annuity. You've got to have regular, predictable, consistent income that is not going to stop no matter what. And so, you know, annuities, you know, people love them or they hate them. But here are the facts. Let's get out of the emotion of the discussion of an annuity because you have people that say, I don't believe in annuities. Like, I don't believe in God or something like that. I don't don't believe in Santa Claus. I don't believe in Santa (laughs) Claus or whatever. You know, essentially an annuity is a contract with you and an insurance company that says, hey, you give me a chunk of money and I will pay you for the rest of your life. Now, there's lots of other terms on that and, and, you know, a lot of other details, but just at its basic core principle, an annuity is something that essentially says no matter how long you live or no matter what kind of time frame you've got to be in, in, in terms of, of your retirement income stretch, right. that the annuity is going to provide you that consistent income over whatever time frame you're dealing with. So let me go back to the emotion of it, because I think we have to do deal with that before people hear the logic. Um, and, and I'll just be very, cl- very transparent, very clear with you. There are some annuities that we at GenWealth will not touch with a 10-foot pole. You could not pay us to, to use them. Um, there are others that we use on a regular basis, but not for everybody. Right. And so what you th- want to think about- not for all of your money. That's what and not for all yeah. of your money. That's yeah. exactly right. So, so this is kind of what John was talking about. If you think about if somebody comes in, and let me just use, let's say you have to have $5,000 a month every month. All right. And your social security and pensions, if you have them total $4,000 a month. Well, guess what? You have a gap. You have required income of 5,000. You have guaranteed income sources of pension and social security of 4,000. What are you going to do when a 2008 hits and you need that other thousand dollars? You would like to have that probably in a guaranteed income source. That's the purpose of the annuity. That's all it's about. But guess what? Let's flip that. Let's say that your required income again is $5,000, but now you have Social Security and pensions totaling $6,000 a month. Guess what? You don't really need an annuity. You've already got your guaranteed required expenses. Those are already covered with guaranteed income. So you're okay. But I think a lot of people are concerned because, and and there are still annuities that do this, but, but old school annuities are more known for you give up the money. Like right. there's no death benefit for your, your spouse or for the next generation. We don't do those. The, the annuities that we write, you are investing your money in exchange for a guaranteed income stream, but there's also a death benefit in these annuities. So it's not like you're giving up the money completely. So if you think about if you were to invest those same dollars into, let's say, a mutual fund, well, there's there's not ever a death benefit on that. And when you run out of money, you run out of money. In the annuity, there's a possibility of a death benefit depending on how it's structured. And guess what? If you run out of money in the annuity, you still get a check. What's wrong with that? Mm. I think it's just a lack of understanding. And and there was a time when it was very popular in the media to bash annuities. Susie Orman has been known for this for a long period of time. But that tide is turning as well. You're beginning to hear, actually, hear Susie Orman change her stand on annuities. And, and I'll say, let me be very clear. We liked annuities in the right situation when they were not popular and when they are now becoming popular again. Our stand has never changed. Susie Orman, there was a time when uh, she was the number one writer of annuities in the state of California for Merrill Lynch. Then she became a media person and annuities were not popular. And she said, oh, don't write them. They're the most horrible thing ever. Don't get one. That's awful. And now they're popular or becoming more popular again. And so she's on that side of the fence. 
Our stand has never changed. They're right when they're right. They're wrong when they're wrong. You need to understand them. Well, you think about drawing that parallel to 40 years ago, an American's approach to retirement was, I'm going to work all my life at one company. I'm going to get a pension and social security, and that's it. Think about what that pension did. That pension was a monthly check that if you died in month two, was gone. Yeah. So think about that when you talk about privatizing a pension for yourself in retirement with a portion of your assets now because that's where everybody's wealth is now in the 401k not in building a pension for yourself but now people are saving in your 401k and using just a portion of that enough whatever it takes to cover your guaranteed income in retirement with an annuity that is working like a pension with regard to the monthly check but doesn't disappear the balance doesn't disappear right. if you do, if you died in month 2 of retirement. So that's what we would call the foundation of your retirement income house. We're going to kind of draw that picture for you too. The house analogy in building income consistently every day with your retirement. That's how you achieve financial independence. The Get Ready for the Future show continues right after this. Are you following us on social media? Search for Gen Wealth on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Gen Wealth FA so you don't miss out on behind the scenes photos, money tips, and informational videos. The Get Ready for the Future show will be back after this. A smarter, simpler, more personal approach to retirement continues with the Get Ready for the Future show. Talking about building financial independence today on the Get Ready for the Future show with the 4th of July just right around the corner. And we talked about getting there, of course, in your pre-retirement years, the sacrifices that it'll take. You have to track your spending, stick to a budget, reduce expenses, and increase your savings. Those are your pre-retirement goals to reach financial independence. But when you arrive there... The financial independence has to last for the rest of your life, and that means your assets have to provide you with income and not run out. And that's where we've kind of nested up here for the final segment. We talked about ICE, that new acronym that I just coined today, by the way. This I'm was not something for that. that was preconceived. <laughs> did you did you think about that the whole time you were on your trip? No, because I didn't know we were going to talk about fire. That's where it came from. Okay, You're just we that were, amazing, Scott. Well, <laughs> sometimes it just a uh, blind squirrel gets he a is, nut. He is the Scott Inman, of course. <laughs> I stand, oh my goodness. ICE <laughs> stands for income consistently every day. And that's what you want to achieve. First, dignity in retirement, and then the independence. They go hand in hand, but the dignity is bought every day with your guaranteed income. And we talked about that in the last segment. You have to have enough guaranteed income to cover your expenses in retirement. Very basic concept. If you've got a certain amount of money going out, you have to have a certain amount of money coming in, and it has to be predictable. It has to be dependable. It has to be guaranteed. Let me give you a way to think about this, and Candace, chime in here. There's there's really two aspects of your retirement income. It is what you need your money to do in retirement, and then above and beyond that, what you want your money to do. Now, if you get your wants before your needs, then I don't care where you are in life, whether it's young or old retired or working, if you get your wants before your needs, you've got financial trouble. Yeah, we want to have that foundation established first, and we kind of talked about that in the previous segment. But then we want to talk about your desired income. So we already addressed required. We want to talk about desired. And that's where the living quarters of our house analogy comes in. And what we'll do is segment the rest of that. And, and really, you know, we talked about that fire movement and, um, and ice and things like that. But Really, we also need to address balance in all of this. You know, we're going to be accumulating and trying to achieve this financial independence, but balance is really important because, you know, we don't want to be just extreme like with this fire movement where, you know, we have to kind of live like a minimalist, right? right. That's kind of an extreme way to live. Well, when we're accumulating for retirement, we want balance too. We still want to have fun. We still want to do the things and enjoy our life because we're going to have to be saving for several, several, several years, right? We still want to have fun, but we still want to address the important things, which is later in life. So let's try not to struggle either way or be extreme in either way. Let's be balanced in our accumulation to retirement, but also in retirement with a plan. And in these living quarters, we will segment these assets and there's balance in there too. Not everything is going to go in an annuity. There's going to be some conservative investments. There's going to be some growth investments. Balance. And we're trying to achieve, I want to go back to that acronym, consistent, the C in ICE, 
consistently every day. When you're when you're building a plan, and that's what we do for our clients here, based on a consistent monthly income, guys. If you if you look at the way most people withdraw money from their lifetime savings, it's based on some withdrawal strategy, a percentage of their overall portfolio, right? And if that's 3% or 2% or 5%, whatever it is, that can change. That can fluctuate because your account balance is going to fluctuate. So if you're going to take 4% out of $100,000 in year one, that's $4,000. But what if it's only worth $80,000 in year two? You're going to have to give yourself a pay cut to continue yeah. to stay on that flat 4%. So doesn't it make sense to build a plan so that you can consistently have monthly income and not have to change your balance, get your balance out of whack based on what your market performance you got. Yeah, I, I've always mm-hmm. said that the this four percent rule was was come up with by accountants with pocket protectors and calculators and never actually had to pay a grocery bill. You know, that's right. And they, it works on a spreadsheet. It does not work when you go to the cash register to pay for your stuff or, or when the market fluctuates on you. Yeah, exactly. Because you're going to have that fluctuation. Yeah. It's the same story that we've been telling all show is that the market is not going to consistently every year go up That's right. and you have to provide for that flexibility. Now, there's a lot of things that you can do to build in some safeguards and that's what we do uh, utilizing the bucket strategy or the income for life model as we do inside the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process. The, the whole uh, orchestration, if you will, of how you provide that ICE income, that income consistently every day, how you provide that, uh, that income I think that you, anytime that you retire, you don't want to be in a situation where you could run out of money before you run out of time. I don't care if you retire at 30 or 60 right. or 70, you still don't want to be in a position where you could have, you could wake up one day and the only thing you've got is social security. And that is not a formula for success. So the orchestration of the income consistently every day is germane to this whole uh, ready to retire process that we employ here at GenWealth. When you talk about that bucketing strategy, let's drill down on how exactly that works. So again, Candace called it the, uh, what was the living quarters? The, the yes. fun the yes. fun part of retirement. The walls right? of our house. It's, it's where the memories are made, mm-hmm. we say. It's the desired income. So above and beyond, once the bills are paid, we talk to our clients about how much money do you want as discretionary income. And then we start to build that plan around it on a monthly basis. So let's say it's $2,000. Well, we'll go back to that withdrawal strategy. That bucket, for however long that bucket needs to last, and typically it's about five years. Now, there are variables in that based on an individual plan. But for the most part, it's a five-year bucket of money. That cannot be exposed, Candace, to the stock market because of mm-hmm. the ebbs and flows, the volatility, as we call it. Because if you're trying to get $2,000 out of a, a month out of that bucket, and now that bucket loses 20%, becomes too difficult to do. Yeah, those are those conservative investments that I mentioned earlier. You know, we don't want to risk your grocery money, per se, to the ups and downs in the market. So we want to get those first five to 10 years, you know, pretty locked down. Mm-hmm. So then in bucket two, you think about that on day one of retirement, that is five-year money. That yeah. has a five-year hold. So you can start to reach, Janet, for a little more reward, right. but still not too much risk. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're looking at something, what we look at is something that's a little bit above CD rates there, mm-hmm. but you're not going to be looking for a double-digit return in your money that you're going to use five years out. Because if we're seeking a double-digit return with those dollars, we have a, a pretty high probability that, you know, that's really working against us mm-hmm. in reaching that in a five-year period of time. Guys, when you think about this whole idea of of the house analogy and everything, it is to try to avoid this this depletion of, of your money. A study says that 78% of Americans say they're extremely concerned about not having enough money for retirement. And that same study shows that 67% believe that they're on a trajectory to outlive their savings. Mm. And so when you think about the the bucketing strategy on top of that flooring that we've talked about or that that foundation, uh, the one of the things that's very unique about what we do with this is we've got a backstop. We've got a, a what we call an investment segment that we right. just invest and let that run for the entire time of your scheduled retirement. And that money 
grows and it uh, you're you're on a trajectory to grow that at uh, the average rate of return historically of the market and so when you run through all of your other segments of money there should be a, a, a significant amount of money in that leave it alone bucket so to speak and yeah. let it grow that will backstop and not allow you to run out of money before you run out of time it's a reset bucket if you live long enough and if you don't that becomes the top of our house as well that is the the attic of the house, which is what which is what we call the legacy bucket, so it is to be passed on to your children if you don't need it. So that's sort of the way we bucket and build that retirement income. But as we get ready to wrap up, guys, you know it is a pretty simple concept to wrap your mind around when you think about it. When you retire, there's no more money coming in. I was talking to my daughters. This summer is now halfway through, and they're terrified of going back to school. Not terrified, but they're not excited about yeah. it. Yeah. They'll manage. But they had done a really good job during the school year of every time we gave them allowance or they had a babysitting job of kind of accumulating some money, they didn't really have time to spend it. Well, now they got, they got nothing but time. And they're going to Sonic every night to get the half-price shake after eight, you know, and their stash is being depleted. And they told they were a little concerned about that the other night, and they told me that. And I said, well, it's a pretty simple concept. you got to put more money back in the bucket. That's right. right? I mean, if you, it's obviously going to go out, and if nothing is replaced, it is not going to be refilled. But in retirement, you're now moving away from that paycheck. There's no more money coming in, so it's vitally important that you have the right investment strategy and the right plan. And that's what we do with the Gen Wealth Ready to Retire process is we build that plan individually to your needs and your desires, as we've talked about. What's your required income and what's your desired income? And that's where your plan begins. And Scott, it's on paper, on purpose. It's focused. You can go back to it and look at it and track where you started and where you are now. Now you think about, well, okay, that what does that mean? It means that when things get crazy, when that inevitable time comes, when we're all looking at each other going, hmm, look at this market go down. Yeah. Hmm, look yeah. at this market go down. That you can go back to your plan and you can sit down and say, okay, we planned for this to happen. What is the intelligent move to make now as opposed to the emotional move to make, which really kind of toasted everybody's retirement back in 2008 when they reacted emotionally about the downturn in the market and maybe moved to cash after the horse was out of the barn, so to speak, and then never came out until it was the coast was really clear and the market was up about 200 points. That, uh, that uh, ring a bell with anybody? Anybody have anybody that they dealt with in that situation? You know, you don't want to make those kind of mistakes. And so having a plan, having it written, having it on paper, on purpose, and having an advisor to sit down with you and clear away that emotion and go back to the logic of what you put down on paper really does give you a leg up when you're planning for retirement. Taking the first step to creating a plan that cuts through the confusion and builds a plan towards financial independence is either picking up the phone and calling a Gen Wealth advisor at 501-653-7355. Again, it's 501-653-7355 with offices all over Central Arkansas, there's one near you. Or you can email us, info at getreadyforthefuture.com. We're out of time for this edition of the Get Ready for the Future show. We hope you'll join us again next week. The Gen Wealth Financial Team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or call our offices at 844-869-PLAN. The Get Ready for the Future show is a production of Gen Wealth Financial Advisors and opinions expressed are not those of this radio station and are for general information only. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment and no strategy can assure success. Gen Wealth Financial Advisors is an Arkansas registered investment advisor with securities offered through LPL Financial. Member FINRA SIP. Thank you.